Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast. Established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, I'm here in the studio in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and we have another amazing guest, Sonia Cameron. Sonia, it's so great to have you here today from North Carolina. How are you? I'm doing great. I just am amazed at what you're doing, and I I just feel like it's a pleasure to be on your show. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you. We've had some amazing guests, and it's been a while since we've talked with someone about jobs, and it's so interesting because we just came out of COVID time. Here in Brazil, we're still kind of in that shutdown time, but in the States, I'm not sure what that's like right now, and definitely in North Carolina, but there's a lot of people who lost their jobs, thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And so today, we're going to talk about your book, 21 Prayers of Job Seekers, God Help Me Find a Job, and some other things like that. So it's a pleasure to have you. Yes, I'm excited to be here. There are a lot of issues here in the United States where uh, people have been furloughed and unemployed and uh, been put on hold due to the pandemic. And that's one of the reasons why I wrote the book, God, Please Help Me Find a Job, because I was inspired by the fact that w- there were so many people unemployed, and I wanted to do something to encourage them to seek God and include Him in their job search. Wow. And so you wrote this during the COVID season. Yes, yes. I was inspired to write wow. it in March. Um, of 2020, and I just just started writing, and um, before I knew it, I had a book, I got it edited, and I published it myself on Amazon. Very cool. And just to give the listeners a little bit of introduction of who you are, Sonia is a successful tech support engineer by day and a savvy self-made author by night. Do you have anything else to add about who you are? Maybe a little bit about your testimony as well. Yes. Well, I was raised a Christian uh, in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, Both my parents were Christians, and uh, we just went to church. In fact, my mother was a Seventh-day Adventist, so I went to church on Saturday, and I went to church on Sunday with my father, who was a Baptist. So, yeah, I got a lot of (laughs) church going in my blood. Um, An all-around perspective. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And so it's been a blessing in my life to have a relationship with God and have me have him lead me, you know, all during the years. And moving forward from you said you grew up in the church, you growing up with that. How do you think that saved you from other things that you could have done in your life? Maybe kids you knew from school or some friends that were getting involved with things that weren't really beneficial. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think being raised in the church, you, you get to be a part of the community of church going people and it helps you build character. Um, and yeah. it encourages you to seek God in every situation, you know, because that's what comes to the forefront of mind when you surround yourself with people who are believers. They encourage you to, to believe God as well and to seek God in everything you do. So it becomes a lifestyle more than just saying I'm a church goer. It becomes part of your lifestyle. Mm, I like that. It makes me remember back to that story of the paralytic man who his four friends brought him to the city to see Jesus. You remember that story? Yes, I do. And what's so cool to me about that story is he was healed not by his own faith, but by the faith of his friends. And yeah. so for me, that's so important about who I surround myself around. Do I have those friends that will will take me to that place in the hot day, tear a roof, roof open to bring me to Jesus? Or am I having friends that are taking me away from Jesus? And so a few years ago, when I read that, I really had to readjust my life and reevaluate who I was allowing to influence me. And I think that's a great a great point you're making is that the people we surround ourselves with, the churchgoers, it becomes a lifestyle. It's huge. Right, right. And you need friends that's going to tear the roof off, right? You want somebody mm, in your right. corner that's going to say, <laughs> let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's make this happen, especially when it comes to getting involved and engaged with Christ. You know, you, know, you need mm -hmm. those friends that tell you, let's pray about it. And even say, I'm going to pray right now for you about this situation. Because there are times in your life when you might be in a situation like, for instance, being unemployed or newly unemployed or trying to find a job, you might need a friend to step in and say, don't be discouraged. Be encouraged and let me pray for you right now. And that is a game changer for a lot of people. And that's one of the reasons why I started my blog is because I wanted to encourage people and give people a place to go when they felt like you know, they're at the end of their rope when they felt like they might lose their job to get some encouragement to say, I can continue going to work. I can continue doing my best on the job because I know that God is for me and I know that God will go before me and give me favor in the workplace. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Do you need a practical guide to effectively help your child through a reading struggle? 12 Tips for Parents with Struggling Readers provides tips, practical strategies, and indicators of common reading problems for students. These can be implemented during homework, homeschooling, and supplemental activities. Susan Risha is a state-certified reading, special education, and elementary education teacher with 16 years of teaching experience in both traditional and alternative settings. Purchase 12 Tips for Parents with Struggling Readers on Amazon today. Junebug in July is a colorful children's picture book about a young Junebug named Dave who wakes up to find that it's July 1st and his family has disappeared. To find his family, he needs to figure out where do Junebugs go in July. It's short and sweet with cute, vibrant illustrations, a great book for young adults. Created by indie authors Dominic Guglielmo and Michael Schubert. Available now on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com.
Yeah. And Sony, this is not your first project, am I right? You started a your first Christian devotional in 2014. Yeah, in 2014, I, I had been writing in my blog for a while, and I went to a Christian writers conference, and I met some people who uh, published devotions, and um, they encouraged me to write my first devotional. In fact, I, I wrote two uh, devotions for them as part of their uh, daily devotional email that they send out to their readers. And it just encouraged me to continue in my writing and to hone my craft. And I want to also touch on your business side as well, your career. And so what were some of the things you were writing about? How did that increase your career and your business life? Because I think that that had something to play into it as well, right? Right. Um, basically, I used my my testimony as a launching pad to help others, like, I had challenges on my job, then I would write a prayer about those challenges to encourage other people. Like if I had difficult relationships on my job, then I would write a prayer on difficult relationships. If if I felt like there was going to be a layoff on my job, then I wrote a prayer on, you know, what to do when you feel like you might get laid off. If 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 I um needed to hire somebody on my job, I wrote a prayer on, you know, guidance in picking the right employee. Um, mm-hmm. So I I just use my experience to write prayers to encourage other people. And that's one of the reasons why I wrote the book is because I can identify with somebody that's been laid off. I can identify with somebody that's been fired. I can identify with somebody Mm. that's a temporary worker and wants to go permanent on their job. I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Yep. And when you're thinking about this from the outside perspective, all getting a job, praying about getting a job, that's not so important. But when you're in that place, when you are feeling it, when you lose your house, when you Many things happen throughout having a, without having a job, and that's when it's the biggest mountain in your life, and you need to face it, and you can't face it alone. You have to face it with the Lord, and so this devotional is so practical. It's, it's exactly what we need to hear in that time. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's a, a lot of people forget to include God in their situation. They feel like you know they're in it by themselves. Or they feel like it's just, you know, them and their family, you know, trying to make it. But it's very important. It's imperative to include God in your situation, to include God in your decision making. Because once you start searching for a job, you'll be presented with several different opportunities. And so you have to make a decision on what should my next step be, right? And Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't include God in that process. They don't include God in salary negotiations because a lot of people, once they find a job, they might just whatever salary that's offered, they might take it. But sometimes it's, it's a good thing to negotiate. And a lot of people are afraid to negotiate because they don't feel worthy. But when you have God on your side, it gives you confidence. So you can do things like negotiate. You can do things like look at a company or corporation 
from the perspective of, is this going to be a good fit for me? Is this going to fit into my lifestyle? Are are these people that are interviewing me, are these people somebody I would want to work with on a daily basis? It gives you a whole different perspective when you include God in your decision making. That makes me think of another story I heard a while back that um, eating dinner by yourself. Have you ever eaten dinner by yourself before, Sonia? Yes, Like I at have. a restaurant or something? Yes, I have. See, for me, I would never do that for a long <laughs> time. For a long time. I was insecure and I was like, if people see me alone, they're going to think these things about me, blah, blah, blah. And I never did it. And then I start to understand this and people started to say, well, you have to know what you bring to the table. And then I started to understand as I met the Lord, as I went through an addiction center and met Jesus in my life for real, I started to understand, wow, I do have things that I can bring to the table. And then that went into my work life. That went into my relationships life. And as Ford, I got a wife and I understood, you know, I do have something to offer. And it's the same way in business, the same way when going to a job interview, understanding what you can bring to the table through Christ. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and Christ gives us confidence in ourselves. Mm. You know, he does. He definitely did for my life. Yeah. He, yeah. he gives us confidence when, when you have to believe in a product that was made by God, right? You're a product made by God, and he put his genius on the inside of you. So you, you have to believe that and walk in that truth. Yeah. And so, Sonia, can you give us a few of your own personal testimonies of your job and your career life and maybe being laid off or something that you've been, you've been kind of talking about? Yes, absolutely. So there, this is, there's one story I can tell you. In 2008, you know, that was during the Great Recession. I was looking for a job um, and I went on an interview. And when they asked me why I left my pre- previous position, I didn't tell the truth. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be a Christian, but I did not tell the truth in this situation. I told them that I had been laid off. But actually, the truth was I had been fired. And mm-hmm. I was afraid. You know, what if they found out I had been fired, you know, they they definitely won't hire me. But what what I didn't know is if they found out that I lied about being fired, it, <laughs> then, yeah, then be I, even worse. <laughs> that would be even worse, right? But so that night my conscience like ate me up. I I couldn't sleep. I didn't want anything to eat. I was just like, God, what am I going to do? You know, this is the end of the world for me. And so Mm -hmm. I prayed and I said, God, if you allow me to get another interview, I know I'm not worthy, but you allow me to get another interview, I will tell the truth. I'm going to stand in my truth. I'm going to tell them that I was fired and that it wasn't a good fit. And that's going to be it. Either they like me or they don't. So just so happened, a couple of weeks later, <laughs> I got an interview and I went on the job and they asked me the same question. Why did you leave your previous position? And I was basically told them, hey, I got fired. Um, it just wasn't a good fit. And the young man that interviewed me, he was like, Really? He said, but you came highly recommended. I was like, oh, really? 
He said, yeah. He said, uh, Jennifer told us that you were a great employee, that you were very enthusiastic, and that we should call you in and interview you. And then he said, in fact, we decided we're not going to interview anybody else. We're going to hire you. Wow. Hmm. And I was like, oh, really? I was like, well, I appreciate it. You know, I, I appreciate Jennifer's recommendation. And then on the inside of myself, I was like, who is Jennifer? So I asked him, I said, well, how did, uh, how did Jennifer, you know, get my information? He said, well, she saw your name on, a res- on your resume and she recognized it right away. And she contacted our department and told us, you know, that you were a good fit for the position and that we should, you know, call you in and interview you. So, wow, I was just floored. So when I got home, I finally remembered who Jennifer was. And Jennifer just happened to be a person in HR that I had coffee with at the company that I got fired from. And every morning we would go to the, you know, break room and, you know, have coffee. And I was like, you know, let's get this coffee in this so we can have a great day and satisfy the customer and, you know, perform our job well. And so that's what happened. And so I said all of that to say is that you have to include God in the process of your job search. Because if you don't, you might do things that are detrimental to your search, like I did in the beginning. But when I included God and, you know, I was honest with God, it may be be honest in general. And that led to a position, you know, God honored that. And so I I just want to encourage our listeners that just to keep the faith and keep God involved in your situation. I like how we gave you another opportunity to be honest. Right. (laughs) Right. God is the God of second chances. He could have just let you hold it in your mouth, you know, for a while and felt really guilty and all these things. But he gave you a chance. That's great. The God of second chances, right? <laughs> yeah, I thank God for grace and mercy. There's such thing. There's such thing as grace and mercy. So, I thank God for grace and mercy that's happening in my life on a continual basis, not just back in 2008, but even now. And I do want to ask: Do you have any tips to share with our listeners today for job seeking? Sure, sure. Um, the first thing I want to suggest is to rehearse your win. Like, write down details of stories, how you had success in your past positions, how you created a win for the customer as well as yourself and your firm, how you wowed the customer, what you did to increase sales, what you did to save the company money, how you made processes more efficient at that company, because that's material for your next interview. And it's also, if you're not, looking for a job that's also material to present to your manager about giving you a promotion or a raise as well. Rehearsing your wins resets your mindset so that you can take actions to move forward in your job search. The second tip I have is 
to take a baby step every day towards your career goal. You know, the word says faith without works is dead, but you don't have to do a lot of work to make a change. Just a little baby step a day will move you forward in your career because consistency is the name of the game. If you don't know where to start, you can start by going to my website, blessthework.com. That's B-L-E-S-S-T-H-E-W-O-R-K.com. And there I have a download that you can get for 21 days of preparation for your next job. Another thing that I can tell you about is to pick a scripture to encourage yourself. Make it your mantra. Um, My favorite scripture is 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. What no eye has seen, no ear has heard, even no human mind can conceive the things that God has prepared for those that love him. So if you just pick a scripture and put it up around your house, put it on the refrigerator, put it on your bathroom mirror, put it in your car, even put it in your wallet, it will encourage you when you get to those places where you feel like you just can't go on. You feel like there's nobody on your side, that you're all alone. And when you see those scriptures, they will bring life to you. They will bring encouragement to your life. Um, the fourth thing is dare to dream big. How can you find your dream job if you don't have a dream? So you have to take the time to to intentionally Dream about what you want. Ask yourself some questions like, where do you want to work? What company? What industry you want to work in? What What is your ideal work environment? What did your past job teach you about yourself? What comes easy to you that other people struggle with? And also, where do you see yourself in five years? If you could like, take time to... Think about those questions and be intentional about the answers, then that will start you in the direction where you need to go, especially if you spend time with God and ask God, okay, what's my purpose? How can getting this job be part of my purpose in life? And that will give you the why of why you want a job. And what, how does it fit into your overall perspective, overall life goals? The fifth thing is to stay organized and keep re- records of your job search. Um, and in order to be organized, you need a plan. And how can you succeed without a path to get there? You need to keep a journal of what companies you have contacted and who has responded, and keep records of your interviews and the outcomes. And key things to that is also to keep track of what salaries have been offered to you and what you negotiated. And um, in in that respect, I have a, a new book that just came out this month called Guys, Please Help Me Find a Job, Journal and Job Search Organizer. And in that book, I give a space for you to write your own prayer. And finally, the the next tip that I have for your audience is the best thing to do is to spend at least five minutes a day communicating with God. 
talking and listening to God. Just if you just don't do anything, but just read a scripture and just be quiet and listen to God, what God has to say about that scripture, that spending time with God. And it'll make a big difference in your life when you do that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing those tips with our listeners today. I think they're really going to benefit them as well. And so I do want to touch on one more time, the books that you offered and where to find them. Yes. Um, my, uh, First book is God, Please Help Me Find a Job, 21 Prayers for the Job Seeker. My second book is God, Please Help Me Find a Job, the Journal and Job Search Organizer. And both of those books can be found on Amazon.com. By searching those titles, you guys can find that. Or you can search Sonia Cameron, both of those, and you can find those books. I will also put the links below. You guys can click on that in the description of the post, and you can find those as well. It was so great to have you here today, Sonia. And if you have one overall message for our listeners today, what do you think that would be? Um, If you believe God, you can achieve anything you put your mind to. All you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. And like it says in Matthew 17, that's all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed, and you can move mountains. Great. Well, thanks again. I really appreciate your time today. And if I can have you in the podcast with a prayer, I would really appreciate it. Sure, sure. Um, Let's pray. Heavenly Father, first I want to thank you for allowing me to be a guest on such a wonderful podcast. Next, I want you to honor, I want to honor you for being the God of a second chance. I ask that you release all of the listeners from this podcast from fear, because you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Thank you, Lord, for surrounding each listener with your peace that surpasses all understanding. We honor you, God, for being our peace. Finally, I ask you to place a shield of favor around the listeners today. I pray that you perfect those things that concern them in their life. Reveal to them that you are the God that will do exceedingly, abundantly, more than all that they could ask or imagine. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.